How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. I woke up on Saturday morning and my eyes felt like someone was rubbing them with sandpaper. And I don't know why, maybe because it's cold outside still. I was thinking, well, it's not pollen season yet. It's February. Um, I'm here to tell you, reporting live, like my eyeballs say, it is pollen season. Um, It's also not February. I know. I know. But I was thinking in my head it was February. Oh, because the temperature was colder and got it. Right. Because usually we don't start seeing pollen until like the flowers start blooming and the flowers aren't blooming here and it's kind of cold. So I was like, "Eh, it's probably not pollen. Um, My eyes say otherwise. It's like the, um, you know how the groundhog reports seeing its shadow? shadow. It's like my eyeballs know when it's pollen season and they tell me before anything else. The the, um, first trees of spring are always those purple ones. I don't, I mean, I wish I knew what they were purple called. Purple trees or purple flowers? They're purple trees, but they're flowers on the trees. Okay. And they haven't bloomed yet, but you can see all of them. They're like budding. Yep. And um, I, I mean, knock on wood, have not really dealt with allergies. Have you ever had an allergy test? Um, Maybe as a kid. Like where they stick your back with like 30 different things maybe, and then to see like where you welt. Maybe. I think I did. I don't remember. If you have never gotten an allergy test, I highly recommend it. It is fascinating. They told me nothing that was useful to me. Yeah. Um, meaning I'm not going to change my lifestyle or where I live, but it's just nice to know. You know what I mean? Like I, they were able to tell me that I am allergic to like half the spring trees in Georgia dogs and highly allergic to mold. Um, So essentially in order for you to treat your allergies, we would have to move to Tucson, Arizona without our dogs. And yes. Then, and then you would be okay. And I, I said to my allergy doctor when he told me that, I was like, okay, so do you have any suggestions on like what I should do? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, move to Tucson, Arizona and get rid of your dogs. He more or less said that. He said, well, if I had my druthers, you wouldn't have dogs. And I was like. Druthers. He said druthers. I was like, Okay. Um, what's your next solution? And he was like, well, I, I, I think it'll help if you keep them out of your bedroom. And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, this guy clearly is not a dog owner. Like you tell our dogs that they're not allowed to come in our bedroom anymore. Best of luck. What would happen if Ellie got the same diagnosis? Cause you know what I'm thinking about? Wasn't it your mom's family who relocated from Kentucky, mm-hmm. which I would assume I've only been to Kentucky once or twice, but it just strikes me as the type of place that would have as many allergens as Georgia Yeah, to New Mexico because somebody in the family had allergies or something. Um, well, my uncle had asthma super bad right. and the is it's a lot drier in New Mexico, which is why they moved out there. But this is also in the land of like, you can, allergies can be treated now. 
Like, I don't think in the 70s when my mom was a kid, they were giving kids allergy shots once a month or however. You know what I mean? So now you don't have to, like, pick up and move. And every time my mom tells me that story, I envision them in, like, you know, like a covered wagon, like trekking across the country. Like the Oregon Trail. What do we do? We've come to a river. What do we do? Do we attempt to ford it or do we look for a bridge? Oh, you ford it, you drown. Dead. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, March 21st, and yesterday was the very first day of spring. Um, Not Cali allergy pollen spring, but real legitimate like on the calendar. The spring, the calendar it, says spring. Am I remembering correctly that it's the vernal equinox? I that is way over my head. I have no idea. All right. Well, um, today is Monday, March twenty first. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the changing of seasons. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for color printers. The highlight of my weekend was going to bed before 9 p.m. both nights. It's pretty cool when our uh, when we're both like in alignment uh, of wanting to go to bed early or stay up late. Right. Which doesn't happen a whole lot. Like usually I want to stay up and I'm like one more episode of West Wing or like one more of whatever we're doing or let's just, you know. Um, but this weekend we were both like. Tired by nine. So we what, were in bed. Callie's um, typical Friday schedule has her, you know, home home from work, um, especially on Fridays, usually before 12. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she can, she climbs into bed for a long nap. Ellie takes a nap every day starting at 1215. Callie on Fridays is right there with her. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get up with, with Ellie. And I love – Allowing you to nap because you do get up so early. Mm-hmm. But I know that the longer you nap, the later you're going to want to stay up at night. And usually on Fridays, I'm like, I would like to go to bed before 10, 9 or 10 and get it <laughs> yeah. good. So um, when when this weekend you were like, these want to, you know, let's just skip watching TV and go to sleep. I'm like, Okay. Sounds like a perfect night. Hashtag parents. Ellie was a little under the weather this weekend, which makes things like just a little harder, sadder. I don't know. I feel bad when she doesn't feel well. She had like a tiny little fever and she was super cranky this weekend. We did on Saturday night go to my parents' house. And I'm not even kidding you. Jeff, back me up on this. Within five minutes of being at my parents' house when she had been cranky all day, she was like lit up and so excited and her whole mood changed. A hundred percent. hundred percent. One, I think, you know, she likes, loves going over to your parents' house, right? She likes your parents. Um, two, uh, which I'm so – have we ever – told the story about like Ellie's first six months when um, she did not care for your mom. Ellie would cry like 
so I think we did talk about that. Like, I don't know what it is, but my Ellie was just like, would cry every time she saw my mom, like the first probably like month, like three through six of her life, which was like really weird and also sad. Um, Super awkward. But now we're to a point where we show up to pick her up from my parents' house because she spends time with them every week. And she doesn't care if we're there. And then she gets sad when we leave. If she knew how to unbuckle her car seat, we wouldn't even have to stop at Callie's parents' house. We could just slow down enough that she could just tuck and roll out and she would just run up the driveway and be fine. I thought it was really cute on Saturday because my mom was cooking dinner. And Ellie, when she goes over there, Ellie's like favorite word for most foods is cracker. Yeah. Cracker, 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 cracker. She loves a cracker. And they have these little Trader Joe's, like they're like mini Ritz, but they're Trader Joe's brand crackers that Ellie loves. So like peanut butter crackers. So when she goes over there, my dad usually like will give her a handful of them or whatever. So my dad is now the cracker guy. So she's like cracker. The crack dealer. She is the crack dealer. He, he is the crack dealer. Um, so he gives her a cracker and then she asks for another one. My mom's like, well, you know, I'm cooking dinner. And my dad was like, she can have whatever she wants. She's at KK and Poppy's house. We have to discuss that because I do think that's a legitimate, I think that's an accurate thing. Like grandma and grandpa's house should be the ice cream sundae, the unlimited crackers, the staying up late. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Okay. Um, unless you're seeing grandma and grandpa more than once a week, <laughs> then it, then I think the game changes because you can't, you can't have those, you can't have those consistent rule violations. Well, I don't know if the rule like violations bends or whatever. Right. And or, th- or am I wrong? I don't know. Um, no, I think there are no moms on call actually talked about this on their podcast, like way in the beginning. Do you remember this episode? They talked about how grandparents like you let it go. You let grandparents be grandparents. And then whatever, you know, rules you have, like just it's fine. Like you just kind of. So I think you toss the rules at KK and Poppy's house. And it is so funny because my dad, I would say, is a pretty stringent rule follower, like his whole life. And when he's around her, I know it's shocking that the two of you are related. Yeah, it's weird, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just cute because she's like asks him for something and he's like, yeah, 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 whatever you want. Um, And she has like a little cardboard castle over there. She has, they were giving her an ice, a little baby ice cream cone. I mean, she was like living her best life. So totally forgot that she didn't feel well, was in the best mood, was like almost hyper. So that was kind of like the best medicine for her. I would argue that he is obeying the rules because the rule is that grandma and grandpa's house, you get whatever you want. I think my dad has been looking forward to this for so long. Have I told you the story about his parents used to do that with us? Like my sister and I were the only grandchildren and my parents told us we absolutely could not have things. And then our grandparents would give it to us anyways. Didn't, so his his parents were like that. Didn't you guys have to strap like a giant dollhouse on the roof of your car driving home from? No. So here's what happened. So my grandparents asked my parents if they could get us a Barbie Jeep for Christmas. Yeah. Like when we were, you know, 
under five, I'm sure. And my dad said, absolutely not. Like they don't need it. They've got so much stuff. No. And then on Christmas day, my dad's parents surprised us with a barbecue. <laughs> so they had like given it to us so they couldn't like take it back. So, you know, but that's what grandparents do. They're meant to spoil. How can we convince then your dad that Ellie wants things like, you know, a new grill or <laughs> one of those, um, what's that? Is It's the Jeep Grand Wagoneer, you know, the, oh, the yeah. it's like a hundred. Ellie wants a new car. Yeah, but not any new car. Mm-hmm. That I think it's a hundred thousand dollars or something. Well, you just have to teach Ellie how to say that. Wagoneer. Wagoneer. Okay. That's going to be a tough one for her. For the past 21 days, Jeff and I have not had any booze or any dessert. And we started to do that March 1st, just to kind of like, I don't even totally remember why we did it. We did it because a typical Friday or Saturday night for us would be um, cooking dinner at home together as a family or going to a restaurant as a family and then putting Ellie down and have, starting to drink wine. And on the nights where we stayed up late, like we could go through over two bottles of wine in an evening. Not over two. Mm. Anyways, we would enjoy ourselves. We would average, we would drink more, like we would open at least three bottles of wine over the course of a weekend. Yes. Which is a a lot. lot. Um, And I am still sick of like not having lost weight from Ellie. And, you know, I've tried so many different things. So I think the way it happened is I was like, maybe we should do that. Or maybe you suggested it. I don't know. But we decided to do it. And we decided also, Jeff was like, oh, great. We can talk about this on the show. We didn't decide not to talk about it. You did. I know. You don't trust me. No, I don't trust you at all. And the you said, hey, this is great. We can talk about this on the show. And this was like the end of February. I'm like, we absolutely cannot talk about it on the show because it irritates me that you bring things up on the show like goals and then you don't follow through with them. So we're at the point now where we've gone this far. And so I feel like, okay, like we actually have done this and I feel pretty good. I mean, I definitely miss drinking wine with you on the weekends, like just kind of a nice time to unwind. But, you know, I, I feel, it feels good. I could do it another month probably. I actually, if I'm being honest, I really, I don't, I don't really miss it at all. You don't? No. Like I think um, sometimes when I'm cooking dinner, mm-hmm. depending on what I'm cooking, I'm like, oh, a beer would be really good right now. Yeah. Or a glass of wine would be really good right now. But as far as, um, sitting on the couch, like while we're watching TV or, you know, on, on the, like sometimes like we'll, we'll be talking through like work stuff or whatever after dinner. Um, I don't need it then. I think I just was doing it out of habit. Mm -hmm. Now it'll be different in the summer because I always like, like sitting outside and having a beer, you know, that type of thing. Um, but I don't, I would, I think I would be, like, I think I would be totally fine with it. The, and I, and I definitely do appreciate, and I, do, I don't even want to bring this up because I know it's, it's frustrating to you. I do appreciate the fact that, um, I have lost weight because of it. Do you know how much weight you've lost? No idea, but I know that I need to buy a new belt. 
Yeah. Jeff's belt is too big. His pants are too big. I have not lost a single pound and I feel some kind of way about it. But that- Because I feel like when you give things up or you, you know, everybody says like, oh, if you cut out soda, you know, that'll, soda adds like on an average person, like 16 pounds a year or something insane like that. So years ago I dropped soda, didn't impact me at all. Didn't impact the way I feel, didn't impact the way I slept, doesn't impact, you know, my weight at all. And it just, I am happy for you. But men are really, really annoying with the weight thing. And I'm so annoyed that I've completely cut out wine and dessert and I have seen no results. Although you said you say my face looks thinner. Yeah. When I asked you, because you asked me if I knew how many pounds I had lost and I don't, I just know that um, clothes are looser, you know, Mm -hmm. and my belt is tighter. Um, And I said, I don't. How much weight have you, when you told me that you had not lost anything, I was shocked because to me, your face looks thinner. Yeah. Um, And I mean, not a pound. But you know what? It's only three weeks into it. This happens every time. Like we've done Weight Watchers together before. We've done other like healthy, you know, eating things before. And, And it's just a guy thing. Like a guy, I could cut out, you know, but eating toast with my breakfast and lose 24 pounds in a week. You know what yeah, I mean? That's just annoying. what, that's just what guys do. I think women, it's just, it's probably like metabolic, scientific, whatever probably has to do with the fact that you're breeders and whatnot. Level one annoying is what it is. But I kind of feel, I mean, I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. Like It's been a year and a half since I had Ellie. I work out five days a week. I eat decently healthy. Like what the heck is going on? You know what I mean? And, and I am starting on thyroid medication this week. So maybe that will impact it a little bit, but like, I'm kind of at a loss. Like, I just feel like I've, I'm backed up against a wall and I don't know what to do. Like I've worked with a nutritionist. I've changed the way I work out. I've changed, you know what I mean? So I don't know. Two things. One, um, you're not even two years past delivering a baby. So in the big picture, like there are obviously some people who um, immediately after they have a baby look like they never carried a baby. Some people don't. Like, so one, give yourself grace, which I tell you all the time. Um, And then two, I really do believe as somebody who had the lifestyle that you have, um, where you're going to work in the middle of the night and you're done with it just met. That's just not natural. And I think it just messes up all of your regulatory systems. And when I stopped doing morning radio, May of 2019, I think it was a full year before I felt comfortable, like, in a normal mm-hmm. schedule. And maybe you'll get um, feedback from from upsiders who are, were like third shift, you know, nurses or paramedics yeah. or police officers or journalists or anybody else who had that bizarre thing who's like, yeah, it, nothing's going to happen while your clock is off. I mean, I absolutely think it's not healthy to like do these hours forever. I mean, I I, I 
don't think it's healthy. I think my next step, like if I don't, I'm going to try this thyroid medication and see how that's going. And then if I still don't see, cause I lost like all the weight I've lost since, since I had Ellie was in the first month. And now it, it hasn't even fluctuate. Like it's like one pound since, you know, three months after I gave birth. So I think the next step, um, someone was talking to me about this on Instagram. It's like a functional medicine doctor that can like just pull blood work, look at every hormone, look at every, and be like, what is up? Cause. Or you, know. you could also not worry about it. We're trying to have a second baby. Like don't stress about it right now. Says the guy who lost 20 pounds in a week. Oh, that's right. I had to go buy a new belt. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What kind of plant do you put in a bathroom? A toilet tree. Thrive Cosmetics makes high-performance, vegan, 100% cruelty-free skincare and beauty products. They were a brand that I heard about years ago from my Thrive-obsessed friends who not only loved the makeup, but also loved that it was a brand they could be proud to support. Cause is in the name for a reason, because every purchase supports organizations that help women thrive. Thrive has a mission called Bigger Than Beauty. For every product that we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. That might include women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, fighting cancer, and more. They also never test on animals. Years ago, I had to ditch my lash extensions because they were super irritating to my eyes. I started using the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, and I've used it for years. I love it because it mimics the look of lash extensions. The Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara has over 15,000 five-star reviews, and I know exactly why. Another must try is the Thrive Cosmetics Overnight Sensation Brightening Sleep Mask, which melts into your skin to restore moisture and rejuvenate your skin so you wake up with smoother, brighter, more hydrated skin. There is no better feeling than moisturized, healthy skin. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U. U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside for 15% off your first order. I've just been so busy the past couple weeks. I'm forgetting to do stuff like drink water. And then all of a sudden I wonder why I have a headache and I'm just feeling run down. So I grab some liquid IV. I fill a glass of water, put a stick of liquid IV in it. Shake, shake, chug. Guess what? I'm feeling good as new about 30 minutes later because liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. It's got five essential vitamins, uh, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Plus, it's got three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. I like the lemon lime. I like the strawberry. I like the convenience. And I like how fast acting it is. Don't wonder 
why you have a headache. Don't wonder where your energy went. Don't wonder why you're hungry, but don't feel like eating any of things, anything. All of these things are symptoms of dehydration, and you can solve that with a little liquid IV. Grab liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code Upside at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code Upside. Could you say I am full on obsessed with Rothy's? Absolutely. I am a paying customer of Rothy's and they're a staple in my wardrobe. I wear my Rothy's nearly every single day and with good reason because they are comfortable right out of the box. They come in amazing styles and patterns and you can wash them. Once you wear your first pair of Rothy's, you are going to immediately see why millions of women wear Rothy's shoes every single day. This time of year, the sneaker styles are on repeat for me. I have the leopard print, which dresses up a casual slip-on shoe that I love wearing to work. They are so cute and they're machine washable. I never wear socks with flats and my constant gripe before I became a Rothy's customer was that I had to retire my flats after only a season or two of wearing them because they started to smell, they would fall apart. With Rothy's, this is never an issue because all of Rothy's shoes and bags are machine washable. When my shoes need a refresh, I throw them in the washer on a cold, delicate cycle. You don't want to put heat on them at all. And then I let them air dry and they look like brand new shoes. When I buy a pair of Rothy's, I know I'm investing in a quality pair of shoes that can keep up with my lifestyle. It's an investment you'll never regret. Step up your shoes and accessories this spring and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing is gladiators, were a lot of them, were actually vegetarians eating a diet consisting of healthy foods like beans, grains, oatmeal, and dried fruit. These meals were washed down with a drink that was made of plant ash and vinegar gross, which was believed to fortify the body after physical exertion and promote bone health. That sounds totally like the Roman gladiators, yes. like the, the, the people who would fight in the Coliseum. Yes. Would not eat meat. Don't they fight to the death? Yeah, maybe. maybe. I would be, I, that would just bum me out if I was on the losing end of a gladiator match and I'm like, this is it. And I've been eating bones and drinking plant ash smoothies. <laughs> I could have, I should have gone to Outback. Yeah. I could have just gotten a, a filet and a blooming onion. You don't get a blooming onion at Outback. You get the cheese fries. The cheese fries no. are next level. What, I it, worked there for years and I'm telling you the cheese fries are the best cheese fries ever. The I I believe scientifically I think that the Bloomin' Onion, is it called the Bloomin' Onion at mm -hmm. Outback? Okay. The Blue because Chili's has a version too, but it's not Outback. It's the is awesome the blossom. Yeah. The Bloomin' Onion at Outback, I I believe gets proven like every year to be the least healthy. Oh, it's restaurant disgusting. Appetizer, but that means it's the most. It's so good. Yeah, I don't I've never had one. You how are you? Yeah, well, I didn't like onions. On the, uh, oh. I didn't like onions for a really long time, so I never got it, but the cheese fries are All next right. level. We got We got to go to Outback. They're just um I will tell you before we go, you need to hydrate because there there's a lot there's a lot of sodium in that blooming onion. Just a little bit. Yeah, little so bit. just um you know, bring one of those camelback things that hikers mm -hmm. take 
just get a sip every day, but God, it's good. My second random thing is of anyone in the animal kingdom, catfish have the best sense of taste. That's because it has. And they taste delicious. What a coinky dink. <laughs> what a coinky dink. Um, it has taste buds, not only in its mouth, but all over its body. And they have more than a hundred thousand taste buds. And the big catfish have as many as 175,000 taste buds on their body. Having an abundance of taste buds increases the animal's ability to detect even trace amounts of food. So interesting. And my third- Can you, can you tell I'm hungry? Because um, you talk like about Roman gladiators catfish. and I bring up a blooming onion. You talk about catfish taste buds and I'm like, oh, fried catfish. Mm. So maybe- I thought you didn't like catfish. What's the white fish you don't like? I do not like tilapia. Tilapia, that's right. Which is such a random thing to like because it's so And I mild. don't think I would like catfish if if I didn't have like proper southern fried catfish. Because mm. it's kind I think it's kind of a gross fish. Like Yeah. Um, it's I think it's a cheap fish. Yeah. But um I just somebody I went I think it was a barbecue restaurant. Um shortly after I and I remember getting going like catfish, really? Um, but it was properly fried. And it was good. Yeah. We we eat catfish. Don't I've, we? Gotten, I've gotten it since then. And but. my third random thing is every 2,000 frowns creates one wrinkle. And those are my three random things. I received the most bizarre message on Instagram that I have not yet responded to because I just want to make sure that I haven't been left out of a club that everybody knows about or something. Okay. Okay. Um, it was, I think it was in response to like a story or something that I posted about, um, going to target. Right. And the person responded back and said, random question, but how do you handle it when strangers buy your kids things at the store? Uh, what? This is happening more and more. And I don't know how to politely turn down these gifts without seeming unappreciative. That's weird. What do you do? So if I understand this right, this person is just shopping and and somebody hands their kid a toy or a candy bar or a whatever and says, I'm going to pay for this. That right? would severely weird me out. Like if it happened once, I my first, my radar, my creepy, like, what are you doing? Like, that's creepy. Everything about this is creepy. Go away. You know what I mean? And is it happening at the same store? Because if it is, uh, find a different store. Absolutely 100%. Okay. So I'm not nuts. Like there's not some. No, that really would make me uncomfortable. So so I processed it in my head. Like the first time it happens, the first I would be like, that's creepy creeperson. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. stay away from that person. Go to the other side of the store. Check out as quickly as possible. And maybe even never go to that store again. But multiple people doing it on multiple visits. That's what? what I'm saying. Is it the same store? Because if it is, I just have red flags. Like I, I would not go back to that store. So you think there's multiple people just waiting for this one certain person to. No, not one certain person, but that like, depending on how creepy it is, like there have been people that have like 
I think I told this story years ago. I was at Target and I felt like someone was kind of following me. And then they said something weird to me and it made me so upset that I left. Like it, it, he, they didn't say anything inappropriate, but my radar was going, get yourself out of this situation. I remember that. Didn't you call me and say, Hey, I'm going to stay on the phone with you while I walk out? Yeah. it It was really scary. And like my gut was like, something is, is weird. So if you have that feeling, my head immediately goes to like traffickers or something trying to like, you know. Okay. I'm going to write this person back from, but I need more information for more details because I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't some like weird club that, uh, like we should be like buying, you know how you, some people do it at the drive-thru. Hey, I want to pay for the car behind me. Like, are we supposed to be picking random kids? Like it's some sort of oh, yeah. weird pyramid scheme type thing where you're like, okay, you buy a stranger's kid a gift and you'll get 26 gifts in the mail next Yeah, month. right. Okay. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Question, are you ready to send Lily back to daycare? Oh, yeah, I think so. I emailed them after um, she got bit and said, hey, I just want to make sure. This is our dog, by the way. If you're a new listener, this is our dog. Lily got bit at daycare and she's a little daycare nervous anyway. And Jeff, like the day after it happened, was like, I can't send her back to daycare. Like, this is so upsetting. Well, yeah. Not like because of the daycare, but because he felt so guilty that Lily didn't want to go in the first place. And then another dog bit her and his guilt about it was like, he's like, I don't know if I can stomach taking her to any daycare again, because I just feel like I let her down. I um, emailed the the place, the daycare place, the doggy daycare place and said, hey, I just want to like double, triple check. Like, you can be totally honest with me. Um, did Lily instigate something? Because that's I think that's actually my more of my fear is her feeling like so cornered or scared or whatever that she lashes out. Yeah. And I'm like, you can be totally honest with me and tell me. And they wrote back and said, no, the person who was in the room said that Lily was just walking out of like the little area where the crates were. Mm-hmm. And um, another, there was like another dog like fight or something nearby. And she just, yeah, like she, she stumbled into a turf war. Cause we also wanted to make sure that our dog wasn't, you know, like, yeah, going after other people because we definitely not. wouldn't send her back if she was like, you know. Um, but I also think part of my guilt was uh, that was like right after it happened. So we like yeah. they had to take her to the vet and like shave a little part of her neck off and, and put, you know, goop on the yeah. on the wound. So I felt now she's. So told, should she go back? Yeah. They recommended bringing her in on sat- a few Saturdays because those are the lowest. Like an off peak. Yeah, that's the lowest crowded day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we'll, we'll do that this Saturday. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Jennifer. I heard your three random things about how other people can put you in a bad mood after even, I think you said 20 minutes. I heard something um, a few years ago and I thought it was really helpful for me because I definitely am impacted by people in a bad mood. Um, and it, the question was, 
are you a thermometer or are you a thermostat, right? Do you let the air around you change what's happening with you or do you control the air around you? So whether or not you are a thermometer or a thermostat. And I just thought that was very helpful. And when I can start to feel myself getting in a bad mood and I wasn't before, then I think about that and I'm like, nope, I want to be a thermostat. So there you go. Thanks. Have a great day. Are you one of those people who is a fixer? You want to take care of everyone else. You want to make sure that they're okay. You go above and beyond to take care of others, but you neglect yourself. It is time for you to give you the self-care that you give so generously to others. And BetterHelp Online Therapy can help do that. BetterHelp is a sponsor of The Upside with Callie and Jeff, and we are such advocates of mental health. We are so excited that they have been such a longtime partner with ours. It is time for you to take a step towards taking care of you with therapy. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Upside with Callie and Jeff listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com Upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com Upside. Hey, guys. I'm just calling with a brag about myself because... It probably took me close to nine hours, but I figured out how to edit an episode of our podcast, um, which I know would have been super easy for Jeff or obviously other people who've been doing this a long time. But man, there were like quite a few delays between me and my co-host tracks and in quite a few spots. I figured that out. I also finally added intro music. And I'm just, I want to brag on myself. Um, you no, know, it took me so long. I did it. I did it all by myself. And I'm just, I am proud about that. And also, thanks to Jeff for his podcast course, because I wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for his course. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, this is Tara. And y'all don't know it yet, but you totally just found one of the most important parent hacks ever with respect to the stuffed dog. So our daughter was so obsessed with one particular stuffed bear that we ended up buying three backups and we would cycle them through periodically so they would all get equally worn because we were afraid that she only loved this one stuffed animal and she would lose it one day. She did in fact lose two of them over the course of her formative years. So work to the wise. Cycle that dog through, get them both equally worn, and that way, if something happens, like what happened with Callie and her blanket knitted by Aunt Effie, no worries. You've got a backup. All right. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff, talking about eating stuff while driving. There's an It's Always Sunny episode where Dennis is eating a bowl of cereal and gets rear-ended, and the cereal goes everywhere and, like, ruins the interior, goes in the air vents and whatnot. They have a podcast now where they go over the episodes, and um, it's great. But apparently that happened to the the, the, car- the person in real life, Glenn Howerton, really was eating cereal and really did get rear-ended at a stoplight. 
And uh, the damage wasn't that bad, but he was telling his friend, he was like, yeah, but the interior's ruined. Like, I've got to, you know, get the interior fixed. And uh, they're like, you can't, you should not be eating cereal. That's not their fault that you were eating cereal when they bumped you. That's your fault. It's outrageous. Um, all right, just all you share. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I uh, just wanted to comment on the Instagram friend and what you took away. And I think, excuse me, I think you put it into great words, but I think one of the things, like one of the dots that you didn't connect or you didn't verbalize, but it, this is what I took from it, is you can still have that same goal, goal or reassess it and say, I want the title, I want the money, I want this. But what gets you there? What fulfills you on that path? Because if you find the things that fulfill you, you will get there. And and you will have no problem hitting those benchmarks or goals to doing the things that fulfill you, and they will far surpass what that worldly goal is, so to speak. Anyway, that's my take on it. Love you guys. I used to believe that if I was sad, it meant that I wasn't fighting hard enough or I wasn't grateful enough. And that's not true. Be sad and be grateful and look at the twinkly lights and feel your feelings. It's all real. The joy and the pain is all real. And you don't have to pick one or the other. Life is beautiful or life is garbage. It's kind of both sometimes.